Talk Radio. And it's time for humanity to stand up in the info war and say, I don't know what's going to happen at the end of this, but you want to fight? You better believe you've got one! From the front lines of the information war, it's Alex Jones. You're describing two different systems. You say the, the leader acts in the interest of the voters, but you also say these decisions are not made by the leader. They're made by the ruling classes. <clears throat> you've run this country for so long. You've known all these American presidents. What are those power centers in the United States, do you think? Like, who actually makes the decisions? I don't know. America is a complex country, conservative on one hand, rapidly changing on the other. It's not easy for us to sort it all out. Who makes decisions in the elections? Is it possible to understand this when each state has its own legislation? Each state regulates itself? Someone can be excluded from elections at the state level. It is a two-stage electoral system. It is very difficult for us to understand it. Certainly there are two parties that are dominant, the Republicans and the Democrats, and within this party system the centers that make decisions, that prepare decisions. Then, look, why in my opinion after the collapse of the Soviet Union such an erroneous, crude, completely unjustified policy of pressure was pursued against Russia? After all, this is a policy of pressure. NATO expansion, support for the separatists in Caucasus, creation of a missile defense system. These are all elements of pressure. Pressure, pressure, pressure. Then, dragging Ukraine into NATO is all about pressure, pressure, pressure. Why? I think, among other things, because excessive production capacities were created. During the confrontation with the Soviet Union, there were many centers created and specialists on the Soviet Union who could not do anything else. They convinced the political leadership that it is necessary to continue chiseling Russia, to try to break it up, to create on this territory several quasi-state entities and to subdue them in a divided form, to use their combined potential for the future struggle with China. This is a mistake, including the excessive potential of those who worked for the confrontation with the Soviet Union. It is necessary to get rid of this. There should be new, fresh forces, people who look into the future and understand what is happening in the world. Look at how Indonesia is developing. 600 million people. Where can we get away from that? Nowhere. We just have to assume that Indonesia will enter it is already in the club of the world's leading economies, no matter who likes it or dislikes it. Yes, we understand and are aware that in the United States, despite all the economic problems, the situation is still normal with the economy growing decently. The GDP is growing by 2.5%, if I'm not mistaken. 
But if we want to ensure the future, then we need to change our approach to what is changing. As I already said, the world would nevertheless change, regardless of how the developments in Ukraine end. The world is changing. In the United States themselves, experts are writing that the United States are nonetheless gradually changing their position in the world. It is your experts who write that. I just read them. The only question is how this would happen, painfully and quickly, or gently and gradually. And this is written by people who are not anti-American. They simply follow global development trends. That's it. And in order to assess them and change policies, we need people who think, look forward, can analyze and recommend certain decisions at the level of political leaders. It's Friday. we got a massive broadcast lined up today. David Icke, Roger Stone, you name it, stay with us. You are listening to an InfoWars.com frontline report. If you are receiving this transmission, you are the resistance. We now take you live. From deep in the heart of FEMA Region 6, Austin, Texas, transmitting worldwide, it's Alex Jones. This is the broadcast that the globalists do not want you to hear, but it's still on the air because of your dauntless support. I'm very honored and blessed to be here on this Friday, February 9th, 2024 transmission. And we are going to be here for the next four hours live. Head of Owen Schroyer in the War Room, also on the InfoWars Network. Coming up at 3 p.m. Central Texas time today. Okay, obviously the Biden story is ultra-massive. The wheels have totally come off on multiple levels. He doesn't even know what planet he's on. His brain is declining more in a week than it has in the last year. At at current decline, he won't be able to talk in a few months. Uh, So this is just totally insane. But you notice he's getting worse right before the Democrat convention coming up because their doctors that are drugging him up are in control. This is a soft coup. And now mainstream media has the knives out, corporate media, to remove Biden. Incredible Putin interview yesterday. Very uh, statesmanlike, extremely intellectual, very historical. But the main takeaway is, and why the globalists are jealous of him, they all share power in their globalist committees. Putin is actually in charge of Russia and over 80% popularity. And I know journalists that have been over there and from coast to coast, they say, no, they love Putin. And Russia has a history like unlike any other country of being constantly attacked for 1,100 years, perpetual war from the east and west. And that's what's going on with the Russians. And they're not going to back down. They're not going to go away. And if the West starts a war with them, it'll be the end of civilization as we know it. They'll die, we'll die. Much worse than the Germans and the Russians going toe-to-toe uh, in World War II. And I'm not lessening how many troops we lost in World War II, and both my grandfathers were in it, but Russia and, 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 and Germany were the big person table at Thanksgiving, and the little card table with the kids at it uh, was the United States and the so-called allies. 26 million dead Russians, 24 million dead Germans. Those are official numbers, killing each other. And then you look at the numbers, we didn't even lose a million here in the United States. Still a serious war, still terrible. But the real war was that. 
then you have Napoleon losing against the Russians. It just goes on and on and on. And so <clears throat> I predicted, and just telling you, I know with my research, nobody else did. Everybody's like, oh, what's he going to talk about? I said, you get a big giant history lesson at the first. We have the clip of me saying it on a Monday. We're going to post it to Bandai Video, or I'll put it out on X, just to show you I do my research. And I told the whole story of Slav the Wise and all that. And, and again, that's just known over there. That's not known over here. Uh, but I, I nailed it. But since I knew that already, I was like, people are going to be bored by this. They're not going to understand it. But that's what Putin does. I mean, he just he talks about history. If you don't know history, you're doomed to repeat it. As uh, Winston Churchill uh, famously said in the middle of World War II. So we have Roger Stone joining us at the bottom of the hour in about 23 minutes, 22 minutes. Then we have David Icke joining us for at least an hour and a half. And I'm calling it a debate because we are going to debate some stuff, but it's a friendly debate. I, I love David Icke. A super great guy, super smart, really liked the guy. And that's why when he's been kind of henpecking me a little bit, and that's kind of what it's like, calling me you know, the minion of, of, of Elon Musk and stuff, it hurts because it's good to have David there criticizing Elon so that you know we can push him in the right direction, and if he doesn't go in the right direction, you expose him. But when he's moving in our direction and doing all these good things, sure, you don't turn the lights off and trust Elon Musk. Anybody with that much power you can't trust. But I'm not going to complain when he's swinging like in 80% our direction. So, I mean, it's that simple. I, I never sold out at the Globalist when I was offered the big Fox shows and Rush Limbaugh's slot and everything uh, because it was a direct New World Order work for us and you'll get all this money and power. I said no to all that. But... When somebody's fighting the globalist on so many fronts, and also double dealing, obviously, he's got a foot in both worlds, but he's moving way towards us. I'm going to talk about the good I see and then criticize the bad I see. I, I don't think it's a... David is a purist, which I think is a good. It's good to have him there as the guy that is going to you know, really focus on Musk. and It's good to have that, 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 that position out there. But I, I just cannot in good conscience myself sit here when I see the globalists literally coming after Musk. He's devastating them. And sure, he probably just wants to take over their system. He's just a competitor. That's probably what it is. Okay, he knows he's way smarter than them. They're all twisted and inbred and out of control, and he, he's moving in on them. That's, what, that's how they see Trump, by the way. They see Trump as a competitor. Now, there's an old saying, I think Frank Herbert wrote about it, but it was, it's been said by philosophers before him that every revolutionary is an aspiring aristocrat in that every revolutionary really just wants to be in power. I think that's a cynical worldview because that's not how I am. I, I want to see humanity empowered. I want to see prosperity like the founders did. But most revolutionaries, particularly their leftists, do want to be the boss and do want to enslave people. So in the main, Frank Herbert uh, was a great novelist, a great science fiction writer, but also an amazing uh, political essayist. I, I had interested in him back when I was young, reading his science fiction books, and I found out that uh, he, he did he did a lot of nonfiction before he was popular, and I actually um, got those books. I used to go to rare bookstores and order books and stuff, and I got some of the rare writings of Frank Herbert, learned a lot from him. He was a real environmentalist, by the way. Humans taking control of the environment and terraforming it to turn the desert green and do all these amazing things. So 
again, the globalists hijacked that amazing environmentalist movement of the 60s and by the 80s had it under total control. But I'm, I'm kind of digressing on the Frank Herbert subject. What I want to talk about here today is the fact that we're winning. And, and I've got a short clip I want to play when we come back from break of Joe Rogan with uh, the NFL quarterback, Aaron Rodgers, who I really admire, not for the NFL. I mean, I, I like football. I, I mean, I think, he's, I think it's cool. I mean, I, I think he, he's a, but I, I, I like him a thousand times more because he's got courage. And they had some nice things to say about me. But, but, but what it's really about is the fact that this broadcast is now seen by Tucker Carlson, said it on air into, into my face, Joe Rogan, all of them, as the most accurate. I've made some mistakes. I've, I've followed rabbit trails. I've been set up, uh, taken the bait a few times. I'm not perfect. But the fact that in this world today, the most popular talk show host of people say, Alex Jones is the best we've got. That shows how far we've come. It's not about, oh, look, I'm the best we've got. Boy, that ain't saying much. But once people get my perspective, it, 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 it's like wearing the glasses and they live. I'm not telling you what to think. I'm like, oh, you don't see that 20-point buck right behind that tree in the brush? I'm like, just move your eyes a little and kind of just don't. My grandfather taught me, great hunter, to unfocus. You're sitting there looking at a deer stand at in a clearing at 200 yards of woods and deer trails. And he said, if you're looking for the deer, you can't find him. He said, just sit back and open up your eyes. And just look in your eye, and, and the movement, when you pick up, oh, there's a squirrel, there's a rabbit, there's a hawk, there's a crow, there's an armadillo. Ooh, there's a 20-point buck. And that's what... That's what I'm trying to get you to do is not see what I see through my eyeballs. I read the globalist documents and I see their plans being unfolded. And so I know damn well they're they're in charge. They're not in total control yet. They want to get their cashless society in and they get that in, baby. Uh, then, you know, we are in a whole world of, you know what, SH-T. But as soon as people finally listen to me and finally understand how it all connects together and I can show them globalist documents to even admit how they do it, but I'm able to figure out how they're operating and then later even find a document where they admit it all exactly as I saw it. It's a perspective. And you've got to admit there's a global elite coming after you. You've got to admit there are globalists that are trying to dehumanize you. And that they're cold-blooded. They want you to turn off your life force and turn off your survival mechanism. All right, Roger Stone's coming up. David Icke's coming up. And so much more. But folks, we're standing up for our rights. We're standing up for your rights. We're standing up for all of our freedoms and our children. If you don't spread the word about the broadcast, if you don't share the links, if you don't buy products at InfoWarsShore.com, then I'm not griping at you. I'm just saying, what are you doing? Less than 1% of you ever buy a product at InfoWarsStore.com. If just a half a percent more would go buy a book or a film or a T-shirt or get some of our great supplements and then reorder them because they really work, just try it. We would be able to do so many things. I'm praying to God that he'll touch your heart to decide to support us. Infowarstore.com. It's been sold out. It's back in stock. Reformulated even stronger. Nitric boost to clean out your blood and your whole body. Vasodilation. It's got a lot of wonderful side effects, and I mean good ones. I'm going to leave it at that. It is powerful, so be careful with it. Next Level Foundational Energy, Infowarstore.com. 
com or 888-253-3139. Hey, let me start by saying you do a great show. Thank you. Hey, let me point out that I took X2 iodine. I started taking that stuff. The best iodine I think I ever found is what you guys are selling. When did you start taking and it? I, about four years ago, I had high blood pressure, and I was on blood pressure medicine. Mm-hmm. And I started eating a little better, but my blood pressure stayed high. And when I took X2 iodine, after about three or four weeks, I think my body detoxified of a bunch of metals and stuff that my body was storing. And my blood pressure came down to perfect level. And I tell people the only thing I did was X2 iodine. And even though I do think all your other products are good, I recommend to anybody that they start with X2 iodine because it detoxifies your body and kind of kicks your natural DNA in, into uh, full force. So in my, in my life, I found X2 iodine the best. I tried other iodines and they didn't have the same effect. But, so X2 iodine, I really wanted to point that out. You're listening to The Alex Jones Show. I know you've deceived me, now here's a surprise. I know that you have, cause there's magic in my eyes. I can see for miles and I want to thank everybody. Has joined us on this live, unfiltered, uncensored transmission. Nobody calls the shots around here but me. I'm in charge of my destiny, and there are billions of people just like me, and we're coming together, and there is a great awakening, a great renaissance happening, and that's why the globalists are so scared making their moves. All right, now, now this short two-minute Joe Rogan clip with Aaron Rodgers, and they said some other nice stuff uh, about me on the podcast, and, and again, it's not about me, it's about... I'm this demonized symbol, the worst thing on earth, the corporate media says, and then the biggest talk show host in the world, all of them now, in Japan, in Russia, in Africa, in Brazil, in the United States, in Europe, I mean, I consider name them all, say Alex Jones is the best. And it's not about me being the best for me. They're saying that radical outcast, the guy totally demonized, is good because they've done their research. That is a repudiation of the system, and it shows our political understanding, your political understanding, your support of this broadcast is paying off. As I tell you, I go, listen, I do more important work. How many times have I said this the last three years? Behind the scenes, talking to the heavy hitters and sending them information and then seeing it on their show a couple days later. And then they ask me questions, not just Joe Rogan, a bunch of other people. And Joe talked about that, but that's not the most important thing he said. He then gets into the collapse of civilization. And we're two weeks from cannibalism, folks, if things go down. And the globalists are positioning us for that. So I see David Icke is coming on. I love him to death, criticizing Joe, criticizing, oh, they're gatekeepers. Oh, I've known Joe 25 years. I've seen him wake up from kind of a liberal to what he is today. He's real. It's a process. And now he's getting more and more hardcore. He's about 90% as hardcore as I am on air. Behind the scenes, my God, he's fully awake. And then he knows Elon and tells me stuff about Elon. I know people that know Elon. Elon is totally, at least telling these people, he hates the New World Order, wants to bring it down. Couldn't it be that he would swing around to us because he's got 11 kids and wants them to have a future? I'm not even saying that's going to happen, but we have to think like winners. We don't delusionally think everything's okay, like Q says. But we have to also, when things are going our way quickly, not go, no, 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 those people are fake. You still watch him. You still criticize him. You, that's all healthy. And what David does is healthy. And I'll discuss it with David coming up. 
I'll play a clip of David in a moment. But and guys, print me his tweets from last week. And in fairness, he gets so many emails. I do too. I was sending him stuff months ago. I was going into his spam. He missed him. He found him. Um, and when he heard me complain, he went to his email and go, oh, God, they're in the spam, which a lot of the computer systems do that. They spam the good stuff. You learn that, especially if you're using a big computer system. I don't, I don't know what he's using. Uh, but um, and he said, sure, I'll come on. And plus his daughter, beautiful lady. He's got a beautiful family. I know, I know some of his family died recently. So I'm not, I'm not here criticizing David at all. I think what he's doing is healthy. But when he put out those tweets where he calls us mams or mammies or something, it's some British term I don't understand, minions. I looked it up when I did it, and I'm, it's basically like, like I'm a brown noser of Elon Musk, and I'm, I'm not seeing the truth now. And I've, I, I'm, I, I, no, man, I'm covering everything the way I always do, not censoring anything I say. If, he, if I get banned for something I say by Elon, then I'll talk about it. But I'm not changed one damn thing I do other than like, wow, Elon's really moving in the right direction. I mean, what am I supposed to say he's not? How dare you expose the open border? How dare you say the dangers of AI? How dare you expose the WEF and say we don't want world government? How, 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 I mean, okay, fine. Elon Musk is bad. He shouldn't do any of that. And then I'll be the holy one, I guess, or the perfect person here. Uh, But I understand for folks who have been doing this for 35 years, like Ike, myself for 30, there is kind of a, well, we're the OGs, so who are these guys coming along? Well, I see that as the sign of our success, not our failure. And that's what God imprinted on me, and I've been talking about for 20-plus years, that my main mission was to get everybody awake. And when they saw it all come true, when it went from beta to operational, then there'd be the Great Awakening. And I didn't just say that when we were able to do this together the last few years. I've been saying it for decades. You've heard me talk about it hundreds of times if you're a regular listener. And so I'm watching God's information. And, And David got a big download, too. He's got a bunch of them. So my download told me this, and the download came true. Uh, here's a clip of Joe Rogan. You know, it's the Alex Jones was right meme. Like, and you realize how many times that guy's been right? Like, how is he so good at predicting all these things that are happening? Because the guy's balls deep in it all day long. Yeah. You could call him right now. It's like, I'm doing the documents. I'm reading the research right now. This is sick. This is what they're doing. This is the plan. <laughs> I talk to him all the time. We text each other. Every time something's crazy, I'll text him. Like, what is this? And he'll send me all these documents. He's talking about, uh, I saw something he said the other day about, you know, you got to have somebody in case they yeah. turn, the, turn the power off, turn the water off, do something like Well, that. there's a lot of people that think that, including me. Because if I was a foreign government and I wanted to cripple America, I would kill the power grid. We'd go feral in two weeks. It would be chaos in two weeks. As soon as people don't have water and food and their children are starving, people go crazy. They start eating dogs. They start shooting deer in their neighborhood. And then that runs out. And then they realize they don't know how to keep food good. You know, when it's uh, hot out, they don't know how to get water. They don't know how to treat water. It could get real bad real quick. We are not self-sufficient even remotely. There's a f- small pockets of human beings in this country that are self-sufficient. But if you had to guess how many people could survive off-grid if everything went haywire, it's like 1%, which is probably what happens when there's a massive catastrophe, when some, some sort of a global catastrophic event like a super volcano or something along those lines. Another younger, yeah. driest Yeah, it's probably yeah. 1% of the people survive. It's probably what happened back then too. Yeah. Well, yeah. that's what I've always said is the reason why if you go back – Look at like ancient Egypt. Look at how insanely sophisticated they were. And if you subscribe to the Graham Hancock and Randall Carlson's uh, perspective, which I do, which is that at one point in time, there was an incredibly sophisticated society, probably more sophisticated than we are, that lived in Africa, in Egypt, and that those people were probably in a different, different direction, but far more advanced than we are today. And then they were wiped out. And then go after that. 
So the, if you're talking about 11,000 years ago, 11,800 years ago when they got wiped out and it just, you know, we're down to like 1% of the population. Think about what history looks like when you go back 4,000 years, 3,000. It's f-ing barbarians. That's Joe Rogan. That's powerful. And, and I know Joe very well. Okay? Like, extremely well. <laughs> I've had some parties in Vegas, other places that were like the hangover. I mean, for a long time ago. But <laughs> And he's real. And then people are like, oh, no, he's not real because he's popular. No, freedom's popular. I know I'm for real. So other people like Elon Musk are going to see that. They're going to come our direction. For whatever reason, we've got to be ready to win. Here's uh, David Icke about the interview coming up in about 30 minutes. Hello, everybody. Uh, Tonight, 6 p.m. UK, I'll be talking live with Alex Jones in the United States about my views. I've been quite controversial. Um, That's a change, isn't it? Uh, About the way the, what I call the mainstream alternative media, the MAM, has been eulogizing and not questioning in the way that it would have done before the actions, activities, and companies and agenda of Elon Musk. Uh, Apparently, uh, there's a chance, we'll see, of Elon Musk coming on, which I would be absolutely delighted about. But otherwise, we're going to be knocking this subject around. And it's something that has to be debated because um, the alternative media is being neutered currently, and it has to stop. All right. Now, we're going to put a spaces out in the last half of the Ike interview just for Elon to call him if he wants. He does that. It doesn't matter if you're a man or a woman, old or young. Nitric Boost does incredible things for your entire cardiovascular system, your immune system, your blood, everything. And we finally got a huge shipment of Nitric Boost in stock, ready to ship to you right now. Folks, there's a giant list of things it does. Go to InfoWarsStore.com and read about it. But vasodilation, opening up your arteries and your veins, that is so good, and it does such amazing things in every single department. So this product is incredible, and I almost forgot, it's 40% off. So get your Nitric Boost now for 40% off while it's still in stock and discounted at InfoWarsStore.com. You owe yourself a favor. Go research Nitric Boost and then get it. It funds the InfoWar. It does incredible things for your body. Nitric Boost, 40% off InfoWar store. 29 years. You're listening to The Alex Jones Show. Waging war on corruption. It's Alex Jones, coming to you live from the front lines of the InfoWar. For months when you were asked about your age, you would respond with the words, watch me. Many American people have been watching, and they have expressed concerns about your age. That is your judgment. That is your judgment. That is not the judgment of the press. They express concerns about your mental acuity. They say that you are too old. 
Mr. President, in December, you told me that you believe there are many other Democrats who could defeat Donald Trump. So why does it have to be you now? What, what is your answer to that question? Because I'm the most qualified person in this country to be President of the United States and finish the job I started. As you know, initially, the President of Mexico, Sisi, did not want to open up the gate to allow humanitarian material to get in. I talked to him. I convinced him to open the gate. I talked to Bibi to open the gate on the Israeli side. I'm he didn't just get a name wrong, folks. He said Mexico, which is Egypt in his mind, in the other side of the world, in the Middle East, we're in North America, wouldn't let the Palestinians in. And he has bigger gaps than that every day. I mean, he is... Everybody knows you leave milk in the refrigerator too long, expiration date, you smell it or you taste it, you, you, you spit it out, you throw it away. But if you ever had like a hunting cabin or something, you haven't been in six months, you leave a gallon of milk in there and you come back and it's just solid matter. It's, it's, it's turned into yogurt. It's totally rotten. That, that's, that's Biden. He's like two-year-old milk. And so Roger Stone's the first person two-plus years ago, the first to say they're going to remove him in 2024 at the DNC and replace him with Big Mike, a.k.a. Michelle Obama, Big Daddy. And now CNN, Fox News, I'm not going to play the clips. You see it all over the news, New York Post. They say, no, they're going to remove him. And they're saying, will he even last to the convention? So they're now admitting, oh, they're going to, he's, he'll be removed at the convention. And you've got the FBI not charging him, the Justice Department not charging him, but admitting he's guilty of illegally having documents as vice president, had no right to do that, but, but Trump's still charged when he can legally have them. This is next-level hypocrisy. So every time they charge you for something he didn't do or have a, have a show trial without even a jury or tell the jury he's already guilty, he goes up five points. So I guess he's going to go up more now that he's charged for legally having documents, but Biden, they say, had him illegally, but since his brain is Swiss cheese, he can't. So Trump confidant, Richard Nixon confidant, uh, little literal living uh, political legend, and he's a political fossil, but doesn't look like one. He's in better shape than me, damn it, I'm jealous, and better dressed, is my good friend Roger Stone. Roger, this is not a boring time to be alive, uh, is it? No, Alex, this is actually one of the most tumultuous weeks I've ever seen in American politics. I think yesterday, late yesterday, was a flashpoint. Uh, let's be very clear about what exactly what happened. A special counsel, Robert Hur, who was appointed by Merrick Garland, who is Joe Biden's attorney general, released a report uh, in which he essentially said, firstly, that Biden did, in fact, illegally retain uh, classified and top secret documents uh, and uh, notebooks uh, in violation of the law. They found them strewn uh, throughout his house. This is an additional to the tranche of documents they found in two places in his garage. So we've established that he broke the law, but then go on to say essentially that he, he cannot be prosecuted because in their opinion, a jury would find him not guilty based on his essentially his mental incapacity. They don't say it in those exact words, but they basically say that he's uh, old, that he's uh, confused uh, and so on. So. Now Biden uh, comes out charging out of the gate, attacking the press. Uh, his counsel puts out a statement attacking his own Justice Department. Joe cannot have it both ways. 
uh, he cannot avoid prosecution because he's not mentally capable of standing trial, at the same time saying, reelect me, let's keep my fingers on the nuclear codes. This is the beginning of the end. It's going to be impossible to sweep this uh, under the carpet. And as you point out, Alex, he did more damage yesterday uh, in his response. He hurt himself in his response. Well, people say Alex Jones as a crystal ball, but buddy, uh, I've learned to not roll my eyes at you because everything you say comes true. But how how the hell did you at least two and a half years ago say they'll remove him uh, in in 2024? And I said, well, maybe earlier. And he said, you said no. And you've been on the air like a parrot saying that. And now it's all over the news. The Democrats admit it. The Republicans admit it. And you're not getting any of the credit. And it's not really about credit, but that's who I want on the show is people that are almost always right or always right instead of the mainstream media that's always wrong. Well, going all the way back to the time that I was proud to do a show at InfoWars, The War Room, which I proudly co-hosted with my friend Owen Schroyer, uh, the whole point of InfoWars is tomorrow's news today. First of all, one needs to understand the character uh, of Joe Biden. You may remember perhaps a year and a half ago, maybe longer, when uh, Senator Lindsey Graham said, well, even if you disagree with Joe politically, you got to admit he's a nice guy. Actually, nobody I know who knows him thinks he's a nice guy. People think that he is a nasty, self-centered, egotistical prick uh, that uh, has never been popular among his own Democratic colleagues in the Senate. Uh, And uh, he is really delusional in the sense that he thinks he's a Kennedy. He thinks that this is his his birthright. Uh, He's very, very, very stubborn. And I think you saw that yesterday. But let's be very clear. By the way, you predicted a year ago and over and over again that he and his fake doctor wife think that they are actually in charge and not Obama and that, and that he's going to go kicking and stream, screaming and that that's going to be the crisis that they would then start the indictments of his son and the pressure. Everything you said to the letter, like you wrote the symphony, is now happening. Uh, Alex, I can't disagree, but let's look at let's look at yesterday for a second. First of all, the report makes clear uh, that uh, that he could not remember when he was vice president, that he could not remember the date of his son's death. He has variously said his son died in combat or died uh, in the service. His son died of a brain tumor uh, uh, in Delaware when he was the attorney general. God rest his soul. Uh, he, uh, he he goes on about a rosary that he's worn since his son's death. Then he couldn't remember where he got the rosary. He started to. He said, well, Our Lady of... Uh, 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 and he stops. As you correctly point out, he identifies the president of Egypt as the president of Mexico. Uh, In the actual report, he doesn't remember when he was vice president. Uh, He also refers repeatedly to Kamala Harris as President Harris. So if anything, this has accelerated the process uh, of his removal. Uh, uh, It's interesting that just in the last couple of weeks, we have read credible reports that Joe Biden wanted to dump Kamala Harris as his running mate. Uh, but what I see is a growing possibility, Alex, uh, is a removal of Joe Biden under the 25th Amendment. Uh, well, remember, serious- remember, Trump said that when they floated it against him in his last few months in office when they stole the election in 2020. He said, you, he said, he said two words, you know, 25th Amendment, Biden. Remember that clip? 
Yes, I do. Uh, it turns out to be precinct. I mean, let's talk about let's talk about how that works. So the Twenty Fifth Amendment uh, allows for the removal of an elected president uh, for uh, for reasons of mental incapacity, and all it requires uh, is a majority of the cabinet plus the support of the vice president. Well, would Kamala Harris like to be president? You know that she would. Does she not want to get dealt out in this shuffle with Michelle Obama and the Obamas? You can bet on that as well. Plus, she can't be very happy about the story she read 10 days ago saying that Joe Biden was planning to replace her with Gretchen Whitmere, the uh, the governor of Michigan. So uh, I really think that a 25th uh, Amendment scenario here is increasingly likely. Joe Biden can no longer pretend that the emperor is wearing clothes and he can't have it both ways. He should be prosecuted uh, for his illegal retention. Remember, vice presidents are not allowed to retain any documents. Uh, these are from his time as vice president, also for his time, from his time as a U.S. senator, uh, and then argue in the next breath that he's fit enough to uh, control the nuclear codes. Remember how much trouble Sandy Berger got for sticking one secret document in his sock. So the law is very clear. So, so how do they, I guess they don't care, but this shows a total two-tiered justice system where where Trump is again, been indicted. I'm talking about more indictments in New Jersey, but of course in Miami uh, by Jack Smith, the UN prosecutor. It's so obvious. It's just another time where it shows everybody that, that, that Joe Biden's above the law. Uh, you know, does it matter? I think it matters to voters. And that's the important thing. The people can see this. I mean, the mainstream media covered that that disaster of a press conference last night. I haven't seen anything like that since Richard Nixon angrily said, I'm finished with politics. You won't have Nixon to kick around anymore. It was one of those defining moments. And Joe is arguing with the press about what the press is his opinion. So when he's asked whether he's too old, he says, that's your that's your opinion. That's not the opinion of the press. Well, I think ultimately it will be the opinion of the people. This guy kind of shows it every week. I was about to say, that's what they claim Putin does is control all the press, and he does to a great extent. But he's saying, oh, I speak for the press. You, you, I tell you what the press believes. I mean, it was a very dictatorial comment. Yeah, it was a very, very telling moment. Uh, again, let's look at the process. This will become... Much easier, of course, uh, if they do remove Joe under the 25th Amendment. Uh, they might let him stay as president uh, and agree not to remove him uh, on the condition that he drop his plans for re-election. That allows them to do the great switch, which we've talked about. They're, the rules for the Democratic National Convention are very different than the Republicans. You have this large block of superdelegates who are most definitely controlled uh, by Barack Obama, their elected officials, party officials, and so on. Uh, and uh, I, I see them taking for the retention of certain documents, but they won't tell him or the American people what those documents are or what they regard. I, I don't know how that cannot look uh, unfair to the American people. Uh, and uh, additionally, now he has the additional argument that Joe Biden, by his the words of his own Justice Department, violated the law uh, by the way, this idea that Biden cooperated and Trump didn't, that's not, that's contra contradicted in Mr. Hur's report as well. He did not cooperate. They searched his house without his approval, seizing these uh, notebooks that 
uh, I guess he had somewhere under his television set. So uh, everything we've been told that well, Biden's case is not as serious because he cooperated, that's all nonsense. So uh, I think this has handed Donald Trump a golden opportunity yet again to drive the point home that he is the target of a malicious, politically motivated prosecution uh, in both Florida uh, and D.C. Big, big decisions uh, before the Supreme Court. Uh, I thought Trump's uh, attorneys did a good job on the issue of ballot access, the so-called Colorado case, which really is going to set the pace for all of these illicit anti-democratic, autocratic efforts to get Trump off the ballot because he is engaged in insurrection. According to what court? Uh, that's that's a subjective opinion from some leftist. I think he's going to win that issue. Uh, I'm more concerned about the question of presidential immunity. Uh, I'm less confident about that, but I will also make this point. If they, elect, if they decide that Trump does not have immunity for his acts as president, well, then Barack Obama can be sued for the drone killing of U.S. citizens. Uh, he can be sued for uh, illegal surveillance of the communications of James, Fox, uh, James Rosen when he was at Fox or Tucker Carlson when he was contemplating uh, going to Russia. Uh, and I think more recently. Uh, and those are just some of the minor crimes. I mean, it, it is uh, if they do away with immunity for the president, they're going to hamper all past presidents who can still be sued if they're living uh, and all future presidents who have to act in the national interest. All right, Roger, I would be remiss if I didn't talk about the Tucker Carlson interview. It's obviously bigger than Carlson, bigger than Putin. It's about trying to stop World War Three and it's about the war against the press and the idea that Tucker couldn't go interview whoever he wants. They're calling for him to be indicted uh, for the Espionage Act, all of this. And then I watched the whole thing last night and watched part of it again this morning, but all the other news is so pressing. I'm going to cover it more on a special Saturday show and Sunday and Monday. I mean, it's it's so big, we need to unpack it all. But we saw a real intellect, no matter what you think about Putin, he's obviously a strong man and doesn't play games, that is in charge of a country the fifth largest economy in the world, the largest nuclear power, and that Tucker asked some pretty tough questions, too, about, hey, you need to release that Wall Street Journal journalist right now. I expect to take him home with me. I mean, Tucker said, no, don't, don't, don't you debate that he's a hostage. And Putin at first said, well, he's an agent. Well, okay, we'll probably release him. So you can see the respect. I mean, but nobody talks to Putin like that, but they know he's so real. And the Russians kept saying, we just want into the West. We just want to make money with you. We don't want to be communists anymore. And he used all the examples of NATO and how they tried to enter NATO and all of this. And I, I, I mean, I think the interview was so intellectual. And it's already gotten hundreds of millions of views on X alone. It'll, it'll get a billion views by the time it's all done. One way or another, the clips will get tens of billions of views. Uh, this was one of the biggest interviews ever. This was like moon landing level coverage. And it, it, if the left would have not attacked it, it wouldn't have gotten the views. Again, they, they, the, the, the power structure has inherited American greatness. I mean, you worked with all these really smart, and the, and the IQs were higher, people were harder working. I mean, you worked around Nixon, who was really the president and a master of statecraft. And then I look at people today, especially the Democrats, they are mental midgets who've inherited all this power and they're so dangerous. And Tucker brought that up. Then you see this incredibly competent, shrewd, uh, Putin, uh, the complete opposite of Biden, and it, it's just uh, it, it was it was just an incredible illustration. That's my take. What what is your take? Uh, well, first of all, it was fascinating. Uh, obviously, Putin, uh, he's got the coldly uh, the cold steely eyes of a killer. Uh, clearly in command of the facts, 
uh, an interesting sense of humor, pushed back several times. Uh, he detailed the treachery of dealing with the United States under George H.W. Bush, who basically said, I had a great relationship with him, except for he lied to me. Uh, his frustration uh, with uh, what he thought would happen uh, after the fall uh, of the Iron Curtain. I, I was thinking, as I watched this, how disappointed uh, Nixon would have been because we had an opportunity to achieve a real lasting peace. We clearly had an opportunity to have a missile defense system uh, that might have protected us from Islamic maniacs, uh, but uh, the Russians clearly seemed to be repelled. What's laughable, Alex, is this guy, John Kirby, uh, who was the spokesman for the Defense Department, urging people not to watch. I mean, uh, can you imagine not to well, watch? Number one, doesn't he know when you tell your kids, you know, like your dad says, don't get in my Playboys, the first thing you do when he goes to play golf is get in the Playboys? Yeah, exactly. So in this particular case, he says, uh, don't watch him. Vladimir Putin is not credible. Well, sadly, based on what we know, uh, Mr. Putin is substantially more credible than John Kirby. Uh, just uh, days ago, the people in this administration were telling us that our southern border was secure, just uh, for an example. So uh, I, I, you're right. There's a huge amount there. It's, you know, it's 127 minutes. I watched every bit of it. Uh, it it's very interesting how hysterical the left is just based on the idea that people will be exposed to uh, to Putin's arguments, as it shows that it shows they've lost control. Another sign that they're totally dead. How would a g genius of a Putin level? I mean, how would have Nixon, if he was president today, how would Richard Nixon deal with Putin? Putin? Uh, I think he I think he would see opportunity for both peace and prosperity for both our countries. I mean, these people have the nuclear bomb, and you can't just keep brushing them off and lying to them. Uh, I thought that that historical beginning, which I thought in the beginning might just be stonewalling, uh, he laid that out for a specific reason. I think we've missed a classic opportunity. I still, uh, I, I don't have the benign view of China that he does. I think China... You know, I agree. That was the biggest thing. It's this Xi Jinping thing. And, and Russia's never trusted China, but now they're having to work with them because of the war. But, but absolutely, Putin basically said, we're 1,100 years old, man. We're not communist. And I don't like Lenin giving Ukraine away. And he explained all that. And he was like, dude, we're not communists. He said, we're Orthodox Christians. We're having a bunch of babies. We want to make money. Leave us alone. That's a very good uh, summation of the arguments. I, I kind of think it's funny that no one called for the prosecution of George Stephanopoulos when he interviewed Putin. No, nobody called for the prosecution of Mike Wallace when he interviewed Putin. Uh, nobody called for the prosecution of Barbara Walters when she interviewed Putin. He's the same guy then as he it was now. Roger, I so, know you got to go, but I got to go to break. Can, can, can you hold until five after just to finish up with how you think they're going to move against Trump next and then uh, also tell us whether they find your show? Sure, absolutely. Uh, we're going to break in two minutes, but I got to do this. We won't be here. Plus, it's great news. Ladies and gentlemen, sold out for five months. The number one strongest turmeric in the world. Bodies, ultimate turmeric formula is back in stock. I want to explain something. My wife played a lot of sports, a lot of tennis, a lot of everything. She's in great shape, but her hip hurts from it. And I told her like four years ago, I said, just take bodies. And she looked at the back and she said, well, I take turmeric. I got to take like four horse pills, which make my hip stop hurting. But you're saying I only got to take two of these. And I said, just take it for a week. 
she's addicted to it. She said, why does it work so much better? I said, because they make you just call it turmeric. It's turmeric concentrate. It's 95% curcuminoid. We went to the top lab and said, what's the strongest you put out? They said like 87%. Most companies put out raw turmeric. It's 5%, 4%. This is 95% curcuminoid. Okay. So this is like, I guess the example is like, instead of eating, you have to eat like 10 of those other pills just to get what is in one of these. And it's got some other key ingredients in it that the experts say helps upload the turmeric. It's anti-inflammatory. It's good for your heart, your brain, everything. It is 40% off, back in stock, Body's ultimate turmeric formula, Infowarstore.com. The all-time fan classic Bodies, 40% off, back in stock. And even made stronger, new and improved, and we got it with a bigger manufacturer, so we can discount it too. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. We have nitric boost. that cleans out the blood, the heart, goes after the spike proteins, everything. Dr. Megavich has talked about this for 40% off as well. And this is selling out, but despite that, it's still 30% off. It's next level foundational energy, the methylfolate, the key compound of other ingredients that clean out your cells and that are the main energy source. Popeye takes spinach. That's why it's so strong. What's in that? Folic acid. This is the breakdown concentrate of folic acid after the cells break it down. So this just goes right in there like nitrous oxide in, in, in a race car, okay? So you go from 800 horsepower to 1,500 horsepower when you turn on the nitrous. I can't even take this, okay? Okay, I turn into a psychotic goblin, okay? okay but I'm just telling you right now, you want next-level foundational energy, get it, Infowarstore.com. Roger, we're coming right back to you. What's the best website for you, stonezone.com? Stonezone.com, absolutely. Wow, look at that amazing individual right there. That's a survivor, that's a fighter, that's a maverick. I had the coolest job. I can know all the cool people, man. <laughs> Tucker Carlson, Roger Stone, Joe Rogan, everybody else. Wow, I love my job. And I get to know all of you. We'll be right back in two minutes with Roger Stone, then David Ike. But folks, we're standing up for our rights. We're standing up for your rights. We're standing up for all of our freedoms and our children. If you don't spread the word about the broadcast, if you don't share the links, if you don't buy products at InfoWarsTore.com, then I'm not griping at you. I'm just saying, what are you doing? Less than 1% of you ever buy a product at InfoWarsTore.com. If just a half a percent more would go buy a book or a film or a t-shirt or get some of our great supplements and then reorder them because they really work, just try it. We would be able to do so many things. I'm praying to God that he'll touch your heart to decide to support us. Infowarstore.com. It's been sold out. It's back in stock. Reformulated even stronger. Nitric boost to clean out your blood and your whole body. Vasodilation. It's got a lot of wonderful side effects, and I mean good ones. I'm going to leave it at that. It is powerful, so be careful with it. Next Level Foundational Energy, Infowarstore.com or 888-253-3139. In the last nine years, Putin has told the West and NATO hundreds of times, face-to-face, at every major meeting, I'm going to invade Ukraine if you continue to push out the Russians and move weapons in and have them join NATO. Because that is not Russia's doorstep. That's where Russia was born. And Putin gave it a history lesson on the air today. I predicted he'd do that. I nailed it, didn't I? First hour. I did a little 10-minute history lesson myself. So you'll probably hear this because that's what Putin's trying to explain to people. And the same globalist arrogance now, they've lost in Ukraine. Ukraine's defeated. They're getting ready to get rid of Zelensky. 
but they keep doubling down. So on politics, as positive things are, as strong as Trump is, they just keep escalating. So what do you expect next for them to throw at Trump? And what can we do to protect President Trump? I know a big thing is he's run out of money when it comes to his campaign. Uh, and, and, and the media is giggling and laughing about that. So just because he's ahead doesn't mean he doesn't need support and donations. I think we can't get overconfident here is what I'm saying. Roger, what do you think? Alex, I totally agree with that. One of the things that surprised me uh, in these court proceedings over the last 10 days, as you know, former Attorney General Ed Meese, who was Ronald Reagan's Attorney General, had filed an amicus brief with the U.S. Supreme Court uh, saying that the appointment of Jack Smith uh, was uh, illegal under the Appointments Clause because he was not a sitting U.S. attorney and because uh, his appointment was never approved by the U.S. Senate. Now, I'm very familiar with this argument. Uh, one of the witnesses uh, in the case against me uh, who did not want to testify raised this argument. The trial judge uh, in D.C. Uh, denied it. It went to the D.C. Court of Appeals. It was denied a second time, I think wrongly decided, but a politically charged case, as you will remember. Uh, I, what I don't understand is why Trump's lawyers have not raised this issue uh, in any jurisdiction. In fact, the court specifically asked a Trump's lawyer to be prepared to comment on that issue based, I guess, solely on the Mies. So that's total, that's total sabotage. I mean, I, I mean, seriously, so many Trump lawyers have been indicted. I think there's cause people that don't know the law. When the judge asks, I want you to brief me on this, that's what you do. That, that, that's like first grade level understanding uh, to not do that. I mean, that, this is insane. Well, look, it is possible that there's some strategy here. I'm not a lawyer, but I, it would seem to me it's a legitimate action. could certainly be filed uh, in the Florida case. Uh, excellent uh, piece online about this uh, by a couple of uh, non-Trump-loving uh, college law uh, school uh, professors who are most definitely not fans of Donald Trump, but make a, a compelling case uh, over the actual underlying legal issues. Trump is at the top of his game, both politically and personally. He knows he's winning. He knows uh, that more the more that the uh, underlying uh, issues surrounding this disastrous war in Ukraine uh, uh, unfold, uh, the more the, the, the two-tier justice system vis-a-vis uh, -vis how he's treated uh, compared to Joe Biden and the retention, all these things work to his advantages. Uh, uh, Alex, I'm uh, obviously I pray for his personal safety, uh, and yes, I agree with you. There's no limit to what uh, those uh, globalists will do to try to hold on to power. But uh, I have a feeling that God is going to answer our prayers. I have a feeling that Donald Trump is going to be back in the White House. I have a feeling that he's going to ride to the rescue uh, and save this country. People should support him. Go to DonaldJTrump.com. DonaldJTrump.com, and you can make a contribution. If you don't want to use your credit card because you don't trust the, the Internet, you can mail him a check. But, yes, his campaign needs money. The Wall Street types, the billionaires, the millionaires, they're not for Donald Trump. He has to rely on the same people who go to the InfoWars. Yeah, if people Dr. asked if he's real, he's getting on average like $50 donations, and Haley's getting, you know, $100,000 donations. She, she's with the New World Order. He's not. That, that is exactly right. So the average person, the small business person, man or woman, Trump needs your support. Go to DonaldJTrump.com uh, and then go to the InfoWars store because this nitrous boost stuff is unbelievable. Roger, we love you. We'll talk to you soon. Godspeed. You just get better and better. 
Many thanks, Alex. God bless you. That is a political badass, folks. That's why they attacked him, because he's one of our best brains. That's the field marshal right there. See you, buddy. All right. David Ike coming up. I love him. But he says, I'm a minion now. We'll be right back. Stay with us. Austin, Texas, broadcasting worldwide. It's Alex Jones. for months and we've got him best-selling author former top BBC broadcaster former head of the Green Party but better known for the last 35 years since he got thunderstruck with a vision of the coming new world order I really respect him I know he's a great guy uh, David Ike is here with us and I think he serves a great purpose uh, you know being kind of the counterbalance to Elon Musk and, and, and the things he's been doing but I'll be honest I, I see Elon moving you know, if, if he was pointed towards the New World Order five years ago, I see him moving rapidly you know, in a 180. And, and so I'm positive for the good changes happening and the how it's helping accelerate the awakening. I, I'm not going to turn the lights off and turn my back on Elon Musk. Uh, but, but that said, I don't think it's fair when David comes up with this term, uh, the mainstream alternative media or MAM or minions of Elon Musk. I, I'm also not looking to gift horse in the mouth. I'm not censoring a damn thing I say. I'm more hardcore than I've ever been. And, you know, you, you got Joe Rogan coming out saying, Alex Jones is right about, about everything. New World Order with Aaron Rodgers. We got to stop him. I mean, I know Joe for 25 years. I know he's not an operative. He is waking up completely, just like David Icke did 35 years ago. And, and, and so that's where I'm at on this. And I turned down the $10 million a year contracts and the book deals to be the new Rush Limbaugh, Roger Ailes, Fox News shows, because they were straight up, you're going to work for us now. You're going to do what we say. No. But if somebody says here, you're banned off this, and now you can counter everybody that's been attacking you, then, I mean, I'm going to use it, <laughs> okay? Now, that, that doesn't mean I'm going to put my knee pads on and, you know, give give Elon Musk a blowjob. Uh, so I, I'm going to let you run with this, and, and I don't really want to have a debate. I called it a debate because that makes it more interesting, but a, 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 a thought-provoking discussion. But I will say, David, I admire you, and, and while you're criticizing me, and I get your daughter died, I'm so sorry for that. What a beautiful creature, but she's still alive. We all know that. She's transcended, and we'll all, you know, interface with her completely soon. But and, and beautiful stuff you've done. I retweeted it, and I'm sending emails, and I get it. It went in your spam. That happens to me, too. It's part of the censorship. It's one of the biggest areas. It's, it's those spam blockers. And, and then I'm trying to get you on saying, hey, I, I, I don't think this, while I'm being called this minion thing, it's a little hurtful. I'm not mad at you because I respect you as a friend. I love you. But and I, and I know that's mutual. You know I'm real, but I've not been seduced by the dark side. I'm, I'm not dancing to the fiddle of uh, Elon Musk. Go ahead, sir. 
Right. Well, first of all, I'm not saying that people shouldn't use Twitter X. Of course, they should use it. I use it. It's a, a vehicle at the moment for as long as it lasts to get information out. An M in MAM doesn't stand for minion. It stands for mainstream. And there has become a mainstream alternative media, which has dominated the, the airwaves, if you like. And uh, if we could just uh, start before we get into Musk, one of the things that I've observed, and that is that when I started out, there was no alternative media, just one or two people. And I watched the alternative media um, emerge. And although, you know, it was still seeing left and right to a certain extent, there was a lot of streetwise people who were realizing that left and right is a puppet show and that the real decisions that are working through left and right are being made by a deeper levels than the left-right political level, what I call the global cult. And, and, and creating a creating a dialectic where they play the two sides of golf against, which you pioneered exposing. Yeah, but um, one of the expressions of the uh, global cult, a level down, is what people call the deep state. So when you look at a situation, maybe we can get into uh, elements of the the Putin interview in, in regard to this later, um, you see at the left and right level, we're left, they're the liberals, we're against the liberals. Um, but you go a step deeper into the rabbit hole, into the web, to the, to the cult level, and what appears to be the situation here can be very different here. And what I've noticed, particularly since COVID, is that this, what I call mainstream of the alternative media that gets all the, the numbers basically, has um, regressed back into this left-right paradigm. So if you look at the Putin interview, and there was a lot that I agreed with, I've been pointing out for years and years and years that NATO was poking him in the chest to, to get him to um, invade uh, Ukraine. But if you um, look at it from this level, you've got a Putin interview with Tucker Carlson. And the response is, look, the liberals don't want it. Look at the liberals. Hey, it's great, isn't it? But go deeper and look at the bigger agenda. And that is the dismantling of Western society and the dismantling of Western power in the world. That's why they've put a moron in the White House for the last four bloody years or whatever it is, three years. And that's why they've opened the southern border. That's why they've opened the borders to Europe, because they are dismantling Western culture. And what is happening is the power in the world is moving eastward. It's moving to China and it's moving to their alliance with Russia and, and, and the East in general and Iran's part of that as well and the BRICS. And the globalists have all... to know their policies are doing that. And, and, and just to be fair then, let's interject here. And I'm not the apologist for Elon Musk here. But what I'm saying is 
he's come out massively against the open borders, says it's to destroy Western culture as well. He sounds yeah, like David Icke and Alex Jones. Yeah, yeah. But it's easy to it, words are easy telling you what you want to hear, mate. I'll, I'll get more into Musk as we go along. Uh, the questions that are not being asked that should be. But anyway, what I'm saying is that you've got this movement eastward in terms of power, quite demonstrably. That's what the BRICS thing is all about. And so over a period of time, because you're coming from this cult level, not left and right, the cult level that works through left and right. So um, over this period, this cult has been orchestrating the transfer of global production massively out of America, American corporations and American jobs and Europe too, into China and the East to give them uh, power over um, the supply chain in so many areas, even, even basic things. And Taiwan is this uh, real global center for things like uh, superconductors and what have you. And if well, well, yeah, the, the, well, I mean, mainly the chips for AI are almost all made there. Yeah. So if China gets that and that's that's the that's the plan in the end, then they completely dominate um, global um, global society in so many ways. And so if you look at the Putin interview and you look at it not from left, right or the liberals don't like it, you look at the cult level. It suits the cult that the pushbackers in America and, and Europe and the West in general, uh, see Putin as some kind of hero. Because what was he doing in the, um, in the interview with, uh, with Tucker Carlson? He was pushing China. You shouldn't not stop negotiating with China. Oh, China's foreign policy is not aggressive. You tell the people of uh, Africa and South America that it's not aggressive. So. Um, it, it suits that cult level for uh, Putin to be a hero. I'm not saying he didn't say some some right things about about Ukraine. I'm saying. By the way, David, the, uh, I totally yeah. agree with you, and and and, I, and I, that was the big area was him saying America's been surpassed, China's the way to go, uh, Xi Jinping's not expansionary. But but we know that the globalists set up communist China, put them in power in '49, transferred all the stuff to them. Now nine years ago, they claimed there was a split. And, and and this is all going on. Take us to the end of your extrapolation, because I respect your so, view. So what 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 so so what you've got, as I've said so many times, China is the blueprint for the world. What's happening in China in terms of control and and suppression and and the the digital concentration? It's camp, the model. It's the model, and that was set up to be the model. So what I'm saying is, you know, if you look at it at left and right, then you can see it a certain way, and most people have. But if you look at it from this cult big picture level, then what you have is the pushbackers of the West kind of seeing Putin as some kind of hero when he's absolutely in bed with the Chinese that the pushbackers say is a danger. So what people and need Putin to and Putin and look, we're having a discussion here. Usually I have you on, you just rungs. I love hearing you, but I want to add some things. We have Putin praising Elon Musk, saying he's an amazing, wonderful person, and Elon won't talk about China. I was waiting for you to bring that up. That's the one big thing I see Elon uh, is up to there. You talk about Neuralink, too, but it, it's the China thing. Yeah, well, uh, well, 
uh, we, we can get into Musk as we go along. But the, the, the point I'm making here is that the, the power is moving east. And the more that... Um, sure, but my point is, David, and you say it wasn't Minion. I'm, I know ma'am means, uh, you know, mainstream alternative media. But there were little comments. I don't have the tweets in front of me, the X things. But it was like little groveling yeah, people but, to the... Let, let me mate, just finish. Let me, I'm saying, you're Alex, here exposing, Alex, hey, I'm talking about Elon being with China and Putin too. So I'm doing this every day, just like you are. Seeing this stuff at the earth. And so the question is, if you are against this new world order, this this human control system and hive mind, why are you facilitating it and bragging about it in posts on Twitter X that you're putting these low orbit satellites up there? And, you know, if 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 uh, Elon Musk is such a a rebel, such a threat to the system, how come that um, SpaceX gets all these uh, contracts at a massive amounts of money from people like uh, NASA and the Pentagon. Only a few months ago, they were awarded a contract by the Pentagon to um, take over and create something called Starshield, which is the military government uh, communication system version of Starlink. Now, these things should be questioned. When Tucker Carlson interviews Elon Musk, when Joe Rogan interviews Elon Musk, he should be they should be asking, how do you square this? Now, the connection uh, to the to the cloud is meant to be via uh, chipping. And and here we have Neuralink um, from someone who says AI could be the end of humanity. And yet, turns out more and more AI uh, stuff. The Neuralink has just uh, had the first human trial. Now, I think it's a bit of a a kind of diversion because the real uh, connection to the cloud is through nanotechnology, not least that which was uh, in the and is in the uh, the fake vaccine. But it's still. Um, Going down the same road of of chipping. Okay, and, okay. So David, um, David, you're 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 a great, uh, great uh, you, you, a guy that does a great job uh, lecturing, and and I, and I agree with everything you're saying. But let me just interject. You're bringing this up. I'm when, just put making my point, mate. I, well, I'm in, uh, <laughs> you're getting about eighty percent of the time. So all, all I'm saying is, and I'm not trying to be mean to you, but. I actually. I don't care, mate. Well, no, it's it's, it's okay. You know, hey, other, we're friends, aren't we? I like you. You like me. Yeah, just go ahead with what you no, say. But I'm going to ask you do, you: do you think I'm an agent of the New World Order? No. I, the, the point is, as I've said many times, you don't have to be a, a knowing agent of 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 the of the cult. But a useful idiot. But if you if you have if you have a certain mentality. And and you you focus, for instance, on left right politics, and and, and that's the they're the people that get the uh, the uh, promotion and the, and the numbers. Then you don't have to be part of it. You just have to be. No, I agree. And I'm the guy that coined up. the term left right paradigm. What I'm trying to say here is, if I saw the left waking up and taking on the globalist, I would support that. It's not a leftist thing. It's a populist awakening. And I see the major beachhead worldwide. Of populism being called right wing, so that just identifies that. But but I totally get what you're saying. Yeah. But here here's what I wanted to agree with you on. When he came out and said we're going to put it in shopping malls and everybody's going to get brain chips five years ago, 
I said, look, they've already got this in government laboratories. Microsoft's doing it, IBM. He's popularizing it. I don't like this. Then he backed off that, which I thought was you know, a terrible idea. You have brain chips to go to school. And, but if somebody is paralyzed or somebody's blind, then I think the technology is great. The problem is what Trojan horses will they put in? So I, just, I, just, I just wanted to add that. So I'm not an apologist for Elon Musk. I've just been looking at all the angles of it. Go ahead. Yeah, well, as I was saying, uh, his company Neuralink is uh, pushing the way, at least uh, popularizing the concept of a brain chip uh, connecting to artificial intelligence. Uh, and if you connect to artificial intelligence, artificial intelligence becomes your mind. And then you've got another uh, uh, agenda. Uh, uh, these are all WEF agendas, by the way, um, which is um, autonomous vehicles where the computer will decide where you can and cannot go, not your personal choice. And so you have Tesla. So what I'm saying is, you look at the companies and the things that are d done with these that he's fronting up, and these need to be questioned. And since he took over Twitter X, in very large areas, they're ceasing to be questioned. I'll give you an example. No, I think that's fair, and I want you to make your point. But then after you're done, because I don't want to forget this, let's just say you're completely right. That's why we have you here, because we're not censoring, and I respect you, and we really like you a lot, David. They're a little perturbed with me. And and let's say he is a terrible guy. What is their plan with him then? And 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 why are they doing this? Why are they having him act like he's on our side? That shows me we're really winning big time if they're having to send him in to try to co-op things. But just go ahead. Right. Well, yeah, I'll come to that in a second. I, 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 and, I, and I want to. But I, I just want to make this point. There's a Dutch actor. I'm not picking on picking on her. It's just a good example. This is this is something that, that is across the board. There's a Dutch um, activist called uh, Eva van Dingenbroek, and she did a, a video, I don't know, maybe a, just a bit over a year ago. And it was excellent. It was her speaking. And she said, um, Elon Musk is not your friend. He's pushing the world towards transhumanism. And she was right. Round of applause. But the same Eva today is you know, like a lovesick teenager in relation to um, Elon Musk. Oh, yeah, Elon this, Elon that. Elon drops a, a, a tweet supporting one, one of hers. Oh, thank you, Elon. This is, this, is, this is not where we should be going. We shouldn't be eulogizing anyone. We should be dispassionately, calmly looking at everything. So um, let's just look at um, the AI agenda and, and how this fits in. You've got people, your, your Bill Gateses and your Klaus Schwabs, and what they're doing is going hard sell. Hard sell AI, connecting AI to the human brain and, and human genetics. That's what needs to happen. But, of course, there's a vast number of what I call pushbackers in the United States, in Europe, in the world in general, that don't want that. They're not having that. And by the way, Bill Gates came out three months ago and said, we've got to stop the hard sell. He actually said that. Yeah, well, so along comes um, Elon Musk. And Elon Musk um, does the soft sell. He is saying, oh, I'm worried about AI. Oh, God, it's very terrible. It could be the end of humanity. 
and then continues to 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 push the AI agenda. But it's oh, it's 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 not too bad. It, it can't be as bad because Elon's doing it and he owns Twitter and he's letting people um, back on Twitter. And these are the things I'm saying that, you know, we've got to keep questioning these. Now, what you're saying they did. In. They did five years of total censorship and it failed. So they said, go to plan B and bring in a co-opter to create a false dialectic of Elon on one end of freedom and the hard sellers on the other. And you're saying now we're missing the whole paradigm over there because they put us into a small window. What I'm saying is look at the outcome. What is the outcome of the hard sell? What is the outcome of the soft sell? At the end of those roads is the same thing. Humans connected to artificial intelligence. And what you're trying to do is pull the people that are resisting the hard sell. You're trying to pull them in. Um, All right. Stay the there. Stay there, David. You're, you're making your points, but you, 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 I agree with most of what you're saying. But you, you made statements and things, so I'm not bad for interjecting and bringing things up and telling you I'm saying the oh, same thing I, I do. I'm not good, good. I'm doing the same thing I do every day. You're on. I love I love it. And, and that's what we're doing. So I'm not ma'am. I'm not part of ma'am. Let's just get that straight. All right. We got David Icon with us. We'll be right back. We'll talk about this more. It's fascinating. I'm not perfect. I'm under a lot of stress. But if I didn't have the supplements we have, we promote, I wouldn't be able to continue to be on air. And when you go to InfoWarsStore.com, you are funding the tip of the spear in the fight against the globalists in an operation that the enemy admits has been the most effective at exposing them. Because we're fearless and we don't back down. We got God on our side. But God needs to work through you. You've got to make the decision to get great products you already need at InfoWarsStore.com. And that is a 360 win. Nitric Boost, without me even knowing, became our number three bestseller because people loved it so much. They had such great effects. Got all these natural compounds that clean out the blood, open up your arteries and veins and capillaries, clean out your heart, your brain, everything. Well, we got an even better manufacturer. The other one was great, but one that's even better with even higher quality ingredients at a lower price. So I could never offer Nitric Boost because it costs us so much to make. And now we can offer it for 40% off. Infowarstore.com, Nitric Boost, finally back in stock. 40% off out of the gates. You're listening to The Alex Jones Show. If you are receiving this transmission, you are the resistance. Live from Austin, Texas, you're listening to The Alex Jones Show. All right, I get David Icke's point about the new Hollywood is Elon Musk. But the system knew they were failing and that all the independent media just a year ago had all the biggest audiences despite the censorship. It was failing. So if you go with David's argument, let's just do this for, you know, not devil's advocate, but David Icke advocate. They said, okay, send in Elon Musk and then give them limited freedom there and then we'll be in control of the narrative again. If that's the truth, well, it shows the system's failing. And I remember you on my show in like 2000 and, I mean, you've been coming on my show. The first time I interviewed was like 1997 or something. But I remember you in the early 2000s saying, part of my download is your download's been proven really accurate, so I respect you. 
But then I think you can't look at what other people are doing and with a wide net and say, oh, they've been co-opted. No, it's just people being positive about it, breaching the wall. Uh, you know, whoever blew it. You're like, I see a global awakening starting in 2016. They try to suppress it. And then by 2025, we're going to decide where we're going. But if we make the right decision, I'm paraphrasing it, we can beat them by 2030. If not, they'll still get beaten. I mean, you, you, that's what you were saying then. I can dig the clips up. And I don't think Trump's perfect or anybody's perfect. But my point is, you nailed that. And, and, and I go to the grocery store, and five years ago, we get screamed at. I, I'd shake 30, 40 hands, but I'd be screamed at two or three times. It's been a year and a half I've been screamed at twice. And everywhere I go to pump gas or walk the dog or you know, go anywhere. All I see is positive. It doesn't mean I'm perfect, Doesn't, but I mean, I know I'm real and, and I just see a huge awakening happening. And that goes to your point, well, they're going to need to co-opt it. So how would they strike back? It'd be something like much. Yeah, but the thing is though, Alex, though, you, 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 you're kind of missing, missing my point. Um, I'm not saying there's not a global awakening. When I started out in 1990, uh, that, you, you, you couldn't fill a phone booth. David, I'm not missing what you said. I said there's a global awakening, and you're saying Musk yeah. is trying to co-opt it. That's what I just yeah. said. Okay, well, well, I'm, I'm, I misunderstood you then. But the thing is that um, I'm not saying there's not a global awakening. There is. But, if you know, if, if you are this cult and you see this happening, you, you, you want to take it into a cult. That's what I said. I said, are you saying that's what I, they see? And, hey, uh, mate. Stop making it personal, and let's just have a discussion about about what's going on. So um, the question then is, um, what happened uh, when um, Elon Musk uh, purchased uh, Twitter? Okay, because that was the change. That was the change. That's when so many people in the alternative media started eulogizing him instead of questioning him and, and, and exposing him, as they would have done if he hadn't bought Twitter. So he's bought Twitter and um, he puts out the Twitter files and he shows that uh, Twitter's um, uh, operation, who could post and what could be posted, was basically completely controlled by the deep state. And, and if you said to people, um, was Twitter controlled by the deep state before Elon Musk, they'd say, yeah, all the Twitter files, they showed it. Yeah. OK. So the deep state was in a position that was exactly what it wanted then. It was controlling the narrative, who could post and who couldn't, just like Facebook and, uh, and YouTube and all these people. So then my question is, why did they sell it to Musk then, who is supposed to be this free speech absolutist? Why would they do that? Uh, and then you ask, OK, so what's happened as a result? And what's happened as a result is exactly what I'm talking about and challenging, which is people have stopped questioning all the ways that this man is serving the agenda of the cult and the World Economic Forum, etc. They've stopped doing it in the way they would have done had he not bought and, and, and run Twitter. The, the guy's still demanding a, um, a carbon tax. He, he wants a guaranteed income. All these are World Economic Forum policies. He's still doing it. He's been doing it in terms of the carbon tax going way back. He spoke at these the Paris climate uh, conference. No, you're right. And I've uh, seen uh, you repost uh, stuff from a few years ago, and, and I'm not defending you, but he's he's not been promoting it now, but he has a few years ago. You're right. He needs to answer for that. So, so give us your 35,000-foot view here 
What do you think is happening? Why were they forced, if you're right, to bring him in? And where do you think this is going? And how do we respond? Well, where, where, it's, where it's going, um, in part in relation to uh, Twitter X, is uh, described by Linda Yaccarino, the um, CEO. By the way, to, to interrupt you, start over. You're right. I'm wrong. I didn't know this. He just, a few days ago, called for carbon tax. I said, the video you put out was old. You're right. He, he did it. There it is right there. David Ike's right. Put it back on screen. Start over, David. Yeah, he did. So, so Linda Yaccarino, um, who's got very major World Economic Forum connections, um, starts talking about uh, freedom of speech, but not freedom of reach. What is that? Shadow banning. Shadow, banning. shadow banning. She talks about the, the, the fact that if it's lawful, but awful, it's lawful. Who decides if it's awful? Oh, well, we do. If it's lawful, but awful, then you're going to uh, really struggle to, to, to see it and find it. Now, this is not a free speech platform. Now, what this means is through your algorithms, you can emphasize people you want to be uh, seen and you want to be promoted and you want people to, 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 to follow them and think that that's where it's at. And then those that are not, then you, you start shadow banning them. And there are many, many people who are on Twitter, decent people who are putting stuff out, um, Josh Sigerson being one, um, who, who are clearly shadow banned by the numbers that they uh, they get. And, and the, so it, this is the start of a, a slippery slope. The, but the point is, it, it, it's not Elon Musk or Twitter or whatever. It's how that has stopped much of the alternative media that would have been uh, calling him out for these uh, services to the cult, services to the WEF agenda, that are not doing it now. And the other thing that's happening in the world, in the um, mainstream alternative media is that people are coming in since COVID and are now being promoted as the, you know, the people we're supposed to listen to, the people that get massive audiences when uh, they are given interviews with Tucker Carlson, people like uh, Brett Weinstein. And Brett Weinstein's interviewed on Tucker Carlson as if he's some kind of expert and activist uh, on COVID. And this is the man who bought every aspect of COVID uh, virtually. And um, there's a video of him during the fake pandemic describing how he wore a, 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 a scarf around his neck so he could pull it up over his face every time he, he answered the door. And now we're being told that this guy is supposed to be the, the, the COVID activist that gets the massive numbers on Tucker Carlson. What about all the people that were calling it out in 2020, Tucker? Well, I, I, I you know, was and I, you were, but David, let me just stop you there. And I, I actually wrote some notes on this and I forgot the house, but this is one of my points. Brett Weinstein, when he went on Tucker, admitted he was wrong and said that it's all a lie. There's a global government takeover. We're being invaded and the borders are open and the new world order is real. And there's a global government that we need to, I don't know if you watched the full interview. I bet Tucker wants to interview you. I mean, I mean, so, so my point is I know Tucker's for real. Tucker is really woken up now and is a great guy. I mean, he's not the devil. Musk has this background. I get your points there, but just when you just sit there with a bro, I mean, we have to be, don't we have to be ready to have people that were wrong wake up and join us? What's the problem with Brett yeah, Weinstein? Yeah, yeah. 
Well, yeah, yeah, yes, we do. But 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 where where are the people that that caught it out at the time? Where's their um, promotion? The the ones who could see it at the start because of the research they'd done before that didn't buy it, like Brett Weinstein, because they'd done the research. Well, I'll say this. I'll say this. Let me just say this. We're having a we're having a debate. Just a second. No, no, just a second. You are you 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 you're picking up that I'm saying that Tucker Carlson is a bad person. I'm not saying that. It, 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 it's it's who it's what your mentality is, how much you know about the, the, the big picture, who you choose to interview or, or not interview, who you choose to um, promote and not promote. That's that's your choice. So you're trying to point this out to get people to think deeper. Of course I am. I got it. Got I, it. That's, that's the whole point. The thing is, we're getting caught again on the left uh, right kind of puppet show, vaudeville show, and not going to that step beyond it, which is where both sides are being manipulated and seeing um, what that is. No, I agree. So let me ask you this. Let me let me ask some questions. Let me ask some questions here, David. I know you can talk for 10 hours. We love everybody loves you. But let me, let me ask some questions here because you teed this up. We got to have some of these. Tell us, because I respect you. I think you're one of the big visionaries of our age, if not the top two or three. Where would Musk take us if we fall for this, if you're right? Where do they want to take us versus what do you think we should do? Well, where they want to take us, both the hard sell and the soft sell, is to a connection between the human uh, brain, uh, the human body, and artificial intelligence. See, the, the hard sell says this is the way we must go. We should go. Look at all the fantastic things. We'll be gods, says Ray Kurzweil. And Elon Musk says, well, I'm, I'm worried, but, you know, there's no stopping it. So, you know, if we're not going to get left behind by artificial intelligence, we've got to have artificial intelligence connections so that we don't get left behind by artificial intelligence. And at the end of the day, what happens is humans are connected to artificial intelligence. And that is something that must not happen. Because the moment it does, it's over. So let's talk good news. You're I agree. I'm going to shut up for five minutes. I'm going to shut up for... Hold on, David, 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 David. This is a discussion and debate. I tells you to think. And therefore, we must resist that at all times. And, and that means uh, investigating and highlighting and calling out SpaceX satellite that goes up there and all the other companies doing it, but they're the leader. Every new... Um, 5G tower and 6G, 7G tower to come is building this cloud to which we are supposed to be connected. This is the this is the bottom line. This is what has to be stopped. This is what we have to refuse to cooperate with. But, uh, uh, you know, if you get uh, kind of focused on, on the left, right uh, kind of Biden, Trump stuff, I'm not saying people shouldn't look at that. Of course they should. But it's the big picture that's being obscured by that focus of attention. All right, David, I, I, I've got a million questions, um, and I'm not trying to be mean to you. Just in the in the in the place of debate, you said I'm going to stop here. These things. All I'm telling you is is that I am not a minion of the system. I will use any avenue I can, and I see a big bandwagon waking up with the New World Order. I can't help but get excited. I do smell the double cross, and I'm going to say this. When they first put me on X and a little bit after, I watched that when I 
did certain things and exposed certain things like China and things, suddenly we weren't reaching 10 million people or 5 million people per, per post. We've been dialed back. And, and, and we're seeing that now that the conservatives all come in and now, and I even talked to some of the biggest accounts, they're seeing it too. So I think you're going in the right direction here. Let's talk about who you, from your research, think Elon Musk is. And I know you say they want to connect us to AI. I, I, I agree. We know that. That's the plan. But I'm saying, who do you think he is? Why was he chosen? Um, and, and and where do you think this is going? And th- th- so many questions. The election, Russia, the wars. How are they going to, what new crisis is the globalist system going to use? A new virus. I mean, just, just kind of give us, we're 10 minutes to break, nine minutes to break. I'm trying to give you the floor. G- give us your prognosis or forecast. Yeah, well, yeah, I, I, and, and, and I will. But just let me say this in response to what you've just said. You can use X to get information out, knowing what it is, without uh, describing Elon Musk as the uh, biggest maverick in the last 500 years, mate. He ain't the biggest maverick in the last, last 500 minutes. And if you ask me about... Um, who he is. He's a front man. He's a salesman. You know, I had to bloody laugh when um, he said on the Joe Rogan, one of the Joe Rogan interviews, that he spent 80% of his time designing and engineering. Oh, at the same time that he runs all these companies, apparently, and and, and tweets on Twitter uh, X all the time. I mean, it's ridiculous. He's a front man. Other people in the background are running the, the the show, but he's a very good salesman. He's selling the electric car, autonomous car thing. He's he's uh, um, uh, selling the the microchip. He, he's he's saying, oh look, you know, we 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 we've got more and more uh, Starlink connections and satellites. Isn't it great? Oh yeah, Elon. Without people realizing, actually, the prison is being built all around them. So he's a front man. And what we need to do is, is take everything on its merits without you know, falling for the hype. And, and, and that means that we will question these people, whether they run Twitter X or not. We question them. We look at what they do, not what they say. And, and therefore, we don't fall for the scam. Sorry, is Alex coming back or what? Uh, why has he gone away? Someone's saying keep going, sir. I, oh, I, well, I will then. He's listening to you. He's oh, just oh, he's listening to me. Okay. So where I'm uh, I'm going with this is that if you um, are flying down a freeway and you've got the uh, the outcome at the end, which is this stuff becomes so uh, well known that action is taken to bring it down, then you want to take people off the freeway. You want to take them down the slip road, and ideally you want to put them in a cul-de-sac. And, and this is what I'm talking about when I'm saying that um, the focus on left-right politics is a cul-de-sac. Not that it doesn't have to be looked at, but if that's what all we're, we're looking at, that they're the answers then we're going to sit there while the cloud and the AI and all the rest of it and the digital currencies, Putin's uh, planning to bring in a digital currency. 
Putin did all the stuff like lockdowns during COVID. I mean, are we really so naive that we think that Russia is different? With the, there's a global uh, uh, cult. It, it, it works through America and Canada and Europe and China, and but not Russia. It's ridiculous. And, and so we've got to get out of this idea of just looking at left, right, and go to the next level. Well, let me tell you that level that's that's controlling and manipulating and playing like the the the, the string section, the left right paradigm and the left right perception. Well, David, let me just throw this in real quick, then, and you continue. I just learned about this in the last four or five days. A lot of really prominent anti-globalist people, and I'm told I'm about to be invited, are being are being invited to the global government summit. The one Elon went to, you know, was on yesterday, last year and said, we don't want global government. They're now inviting a bunch of anti-globalists to their events. What's that about? Well, they're trying to, they're trying to co-opt the alternative media. This is all part of the soft sell. Sure, and I think that goes to what you're saying. Yeah, And we have to hold the line. You know, the alternative media is something that questions everything and it doesn't eulogize anybody and it doesn't treat anyone as a god whether they're musk or putin or or or, or trump or anyone it dispassionately looks at events and looks at evidence and concludes from that dispassionately what's going on once you start believing in somebody then your ability to be dispassionate is massively diluted. The alternative media must not get pulled into no, that. No, I totally agree. Like you have Iconic, we have Band.Video, we have Infowars.com. We should use places like X and Rumble and other places to energize our independent platforms, but everybody shouldn't just only put their eggs in one basket. We need to, we need to de- 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 decentralize. Well, the thing is, if, you, if, if everything goes on to X... And, and everything is focused on X, then then it and it's pulled uh, uh, in terms of freedom of speech. It, it already is for some people. Then um, it's over. And this is the other thing, you know, about um, uh, Twitter X and uh, Elon Musk. He he changed the name to to X and uh, fused it into something. So Twitter disappeared into something called X Corp. But um, the parent company of X Corp that actually owns Twitter X is called X Holdings Corporation. And some Twitter X employees who are running a court case trying to get some compensation for being fired, they demanded um, uh, last summer that um, the shareholders of X Holdings Corporation, the parent company of Twitter, the ultimate hold, uh, owners, be revealed. And they revealed um, the list, except that every single name, including Elon Musk's, I think we've got an idea, he's one of them, um, was redacted. And, and, and then they asked, um, X asked um, the judge to have a situation which she agreed to, whereby um, the uh, lawyers would be told what the list was of the, 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 the employees, X, but it's not made public and that and the, they cannot take it any further. 
And what did um, come out of this list of redactions is that there's 95 of them. Who are they? Why don't we know? Come on, Elon, let's have ya. Let's, let's see who the 95 shareholders are of X Holdings Corporation so we know who actually owns this deal. You know, we're talking about transparency, right? All right, right? David, we got to go to break. And, and we did, speaking of, of, of X, we have an X spaces going, and sometimes Elon pops into these. We've sent invites to him. I don't know if he is, but this is not our regular uh, lecture. We love – once you on, anytime we come on three hours, you can just lecture us. I'll you know, have you talk 8% of the time. you got a new book coming out. Hope you I'm come back lecturing. on next week. I'm just my opinion. <laughs> no, 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 no. I hope you come on next week and just particularly talk about uh, the book. Uh, but but we're going to bring in some uh, folks with questions and comments randomly off of X – uh, when we come back. But you'll have some more time to finish up. You can stay the whole next hour if you want. You can leave it 30 minutes if you want. But we've got to start the third hour right now with David Icke. And people can find all of his work at davidike.com. And you can also find it at iconic.com. And we have the David Icke channel on band.video, which we've seen band.video get a lot less traffic since we're on X. That's not good because we have all those other great contributors on there. So I get what David's saying. We'll be right back with hour number three, and we're live on Spaces on X. Stay with us. It doesn't matter if you're a man or a woman, old or young. Nitric Boost does incredible things for your entire cardiovascular system, your immune system, your blood, everything. And we finally got a huge shipment of Nitric Boost in stock, ready to ship to you right now. Folks, here's a giant list of things it does. Go to InfoWarsStore.com and read about it. But vasodilation, opening up your arteries and your veins, that is so good, and it does such amazing things in every single department. So this product is incredible, and I almost forgot, it's 40% off. So get your Nitric Boost now for 40% off while it's still in stock and discounted at InfoWarsStore.com. You owe yourself a favor. Go research Nitric Boost and then get it. It funds the InfoWar. It does incredible things for your body. Nitric Boost, 40% off InfoWar store.